Hello and welcome to The Imitator Podcast, where we're discussing how to become more like Jesus, one topic at a time. My name's Curtis Henry, and I'm joined by my co-host, Jeremy Sutherland. Hey, Curtis. It's a little bit hot in this room, isn't it? It's a little toasty. I had to uh, take off my shoes (laughs) so they can breathe. (laughs) Both shoeless right now, but don't think about it too much. Yep, yep. I don't know know why I talked about that, but uh, (laughs) hey, we have been discussing the past few weeks... um, kind of just having a discussion around this uh, quote, and it's from Rupertus Meldenius, and it's from uh, about 1627, and it says this, in in essentials, unity, in non-essentials, liberty, and in all things, charity. So we've talked over the past few few weeks over um, the need, Jesus' final prayer in John 17, the need for the church to have unity, um, the apostles calling out in their epistles for the church to have unity. So we've been discussing this need for unity. Last week, we discussed what those essentials that we need to be united around. And I think one of the things I walked away with afterwards, rethinking it, is one of the things we didn't say maybe was that um, is that Ephesians 2.8, that by grace you have been saved through faith. This is not of your own doing. It is the gift of God. So that by grace alone, through faith alone, are we are saved. Um, yeah. We can't add anything to what Jesus has already done in his perfect work on the cross. So good. Um, so if that's like the the unity, Curtis, I, we, we've been kind of talking about this, this tension within the scriptures, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, we were looking at... Luke, uh, Luke nine forty nine. it says, John said to Jesus, Master, we saw someone using your name to cast out demons, but we told him to stop because he isn't in our group. But Jesus said, don't stop him. Anyone who is not against you is for you. And uh, we just thought that, there, you know, that's such a powerful picture because oftentimes we see people who are in a different group where we, we can be so closed-minded and think, oh no, like, we are the ones who are doing the right thing. Anybody who believes something a little different or anybody who expresses themselves a little bit differently uh, or X, Y, Z is over there and we're over here doing the right thing. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's interesting that in Matthew chapter 12, it's it's he almost says the reverse of that because in Matthew chapter 12, the uh, Pharisees are saying that these things that, that Jesus is doing by casting out the demon-possessed and the blind and mute, that he's doing it by the power of Beelzebub. And so they're like, well, this fellow casts out demons by the power of Beelzebub, you know? And Jesus, knowing their thoughts, he says in Matthew 12, 25, he says, every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation and every city or house divided itself cannot stand or will not stand. And then he goes on in verse 30 to say, he who is not with me is against me and he who does not gather with me scatters abroad. So he's, it's this, it's this tension that like, that if we're not with him, he who is not with me is against me. Um, it's kind of the reverse of what yeah. what he said. So he says, he who's not with me is against me. But in Luke 9, he's saying, anyone who is not against you is for you, talking to the disciples. So it's kind of like this, this tension, you know, we, we need to keep unity between us, but mm-hmm. we also need to know what we believe and what the essentials are. Right within that, so because right. even in our list last week, or or I don't know, I don't, I guess maybe it wasn't a list, but like what we were saying through the things that we need to unite around, mm-hmm. uh, that the church needs to unite around, is that you know 
what Curtis and I aren't saying is that any command that Jesus makes or anything in the word of God shouldn't be obeyed because, well, that's not, you know, that's not, um, the main thing, but no, mm. we, we are to like love for Christ must include a love for his truth. Right. And so we can never right. treat as, uh, as inconsequential anything that, that Christ Jesus has commanded. Um, and so, you know, it's interesting because that tension then pulls like we can either go to this doctrinal minimalism that everything becomes kind of, well, is that really, is that needed or is that not? And and everything kind of, in a sense, could become really easily watered down until there's no absolute commands. Or we go the other way and we, we kind of lock ourselves up into this very small group of uh, group, small groups where there's maximal agreement on doctrine and morals, and then we separate from everyone else in, in the church and refuse to acknowledge as Christians those who do not embrace all of our own distinctives. Mm. So there's this, I, I'm just sensing and feeling this tension, even as we're like prepping and talking over this right. podcast, it's like, oh, like we're just <laughs> kind of laboring over it in a way. Right. Yeah. And I think, you know, people often say, well, we need to keep the main thing, the main thing. And I think, you know, the main thing is not like the essentials that we talked about last week. The main thing is the Bible. Yes. And that's what we got. Yeah. That, that's what we need to be studying and reading. And just because we list or, you know, kind of talked about the main things last week doesn't mean that we can throw everything else out. Right. And so in that, like in that tension, I think part of that tension exists because we're all in this process of sanctification. We're all in this process of being set apart, being made holy. You know, justification has already happened. We are right in the sight of God, but we're still on this path, on this process of being made whole, being set apart. And everybody has a different journey in that. Everybody's working through that differently. And so it's easy to say like, well, my journey's better than yours or, or where you're at. But in the end, we're, it's the process that we're all being worked out and that we'll all be perfected in heaven when we get there. And yeah. then we won't have these divisions, these schisms, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's very easy. I've gone through different phases of my Christian life and, uh, you know, one month or one year, I could be focused on one aspect of my Christian life. And then God kind of challenges me in a new area and yeah. is developing me there. And it's, it can be very easy in our humanity to look at somebody else who's focusing maybe on something else and we can say, oh, how how dare they not focus on this specific area where I'm focusing? I'm doing so well here, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, we're kind of shooting ourselves in the foot as far as unity goes when we are judging other people and where they're at in their in their walk. Yeah. And, and even, even in like, and I, and I think this, the church as a whole is sensing this as well. I mean, there's been a lot of division this year with, with, even within churches with COVID and all, all that stuff going on. So I, I'm, I don't know, I'm sensing that this unity is becoming more and more on believers hearts and minds um it just so happened you know it quote unquote it just so happens that this morning in my inbox i get um one of the pastors that i follow it bill um bill's blog he, he talks about division in the rankings and his, his emails about the, what's going on in the church and then uh, a former pastor mentor of mine I get um, kind of daily devotions from him every morning that he's made up himself. And this morning was on unity. So it's, mm. there just seems like, like the church is like, okay, we need to come to this unity. So, yeah, um, I mean, same thing happened to me. I was uh, just watching sermons from a church that I used to be at and 
Uh, and one of them came up and it was, it was all about this unity and making sure that we are keeping the unity uh, in such a divisive time. So important. So important. I think lots of ministry leaders are recognizing that. Um, but really important for us to be talking about it and, and making sure that we are unified. Yeah. And it's nothing new. No, the first yeah. century church felt it as well, right? Yeah. Paul's letter to the first uh, for the to the Corinthian church in 1 Corinthians 1:10, he says, I appeal to you, brothers and sisters, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you all agree with one another in what you say, and that there be no divisions among you, but that you be perfectly united in mind and thought. So mm-hmm. Yeah. There's nothing new in the sun. Like this this is this goes back thousands of years, but it's it's still the same call. We have to unite as as a church under under Jesus, under his head, the head, the lordship of Jesus. Right, right. And I think that's kind of why we wanted to do this podcast is kind of talk about some of the things that maybe we don't need to focus on so harshly and uh, alienate people on these issues or exclude them or think, "Oh, they're not in our group." Because I mean, the disciples thought that and Jesus corrected them. Um, so we're just going to talk about some of the things that we feel are um, maybe not so essential. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. So the first thing that I have down here is uh, cessationism versus continuationism. If you don't know what those words mean, basically cessationism is that the spiritual gifts ceased with the apostles um, and uh, and that continuationism is that we operate in the spiritual gifts today. Christians are given spiritual gifts and we're expected to operate within those. Yeah. Yeah. And, and even in that, we we labor over that, right? Mm. Um, I love the video that you sent to me of John Piper and he's given a sermon in between two stacks of books and he's talking about the tension of each of those stacks of books and what you know, where essentially where he tried to like end up and saying, I have to come to a conclusion on this in this, in the sermon series that he was doing. But like, mm-hmm. we, we labor over these things, you know, they are not easy. And I, and I, and, and there's, we, we hold to these things, but yeah, I, that, I think absolutely that I think denominations, mm. um, I think yeah. those can be such a dividing point within the body of Christ. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. And I, just going back to the John Piper video, I've, I feel like it, it took a lot of maturity and I think it takes a lot of maturity to, to look at both sides, honestly, to evaluate, even if you disagree with the other person mm-hmm. and to kind of stand in the middle and honor both sides and then, and then come to your conclusion, Yeah, you know, and, and that's obviously with, with things that aren't, uh, as clear as we'd like them to be in the Bible. Obviously, there are some things, there are a lot of things in the Bible that are very clear and that there isn't much debating about. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. But with these issues, you know, we want to have grace. Uh, One of those things is, uh, I think, is end times theology. Uh, You know, pre-trib, post-trib, mid-trib, where you stand in that. Yeah. Um, Calvinism versus Armenianism. And if you don't know what these things are, that's okay. Like we're not going to cover every aspect of everything, but these are just some of the things that we're thinking about. Mm-hmm. Um, the day that we worship on, whether it's Saturday or Sunday or whatever your day of worship, uh, dress code. Yep. Right. Dress code. Yeah. Dress. Dress code. Um, yeah. Style of worship. Mm. You know. Do you have the lights on when you sing songs? You turn the lights off. Like that was. Mm-hmm that that has been and sometimes still is a thing mm-hmm. um right 
um, yeah, we, you know, back in the day it was circumcision. What do we do with circumcision? I'm, I'm kind of glad that's not yeah. on the forefront of our discussion today, Thank but the Lord. <laughs> yeah. Or, or just like the, the, yeah, the worship style. I think part of that is like some churches see Sunday services as more of a seeker friendly style service and others see it as more of like a, a family where it's in more focused on going deeper in the word. And so whatever your focus is there, I think that's up to your conviction. Um, whether to drink alcohol or not, I think is, is in that camp, uh, whether it's okay to smoke cigarettes or not, I think is in that camp. And I know that there's lots of arguments, but I don't think it's worth alienating people over. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I mean, even diets. Hmm. Um, yeah, there's, there's, yeah. Yeah. Romans 14, three on that. It says, uh, the man who eats everything must not look down on the man who does not. And the man who does not eat everything must not condemn the man who does for God has accepted him. Yeah. So, I mean, would you say that's a, I mean, it's not exhaustive list list of the non-essentials, but it's, it's, it's a start. And and I would, I would encourage you as listeners to like kind of think through those things as well. And, and it's good to know where you stand. It's good to know why you believe what you believe. Um, That's what I've been really kind of encouraged with a number of things lately in my own life is like, why, why do I believe this? Mm. And, and where, where is that found in scripture? How do I live that out? Um, So if those are the non-essentials, do we want to talk about in all things, the, as the quote finishes, in all things charity? Well, real you quick, I do okay, want to say like, okay. yes, I do 100% agree that, that you know, these are some of the maybe non-essential things, but just want to reiterate that, yes, we, I completely agree with you on the fact that that doesn't mean that we just brush over the rest of the Bible, that we need to be disciples. And being a disciple is is one who studies, who seeks, who is continually, you know, being a good steward of the wisdom that God has given us Mm -hmm. to figure out what God is speaking to us on each of these issues and know why we do believe what we believe. So, um, yeah, with that, if you want to take us to the next section. Oh man, there's a, there's, I feel like there's a lot been, a lot of things lately as far as the charity and can we even put, you know, Mac or PC. I mean, mm, that's a mm, big thing around is. here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do we say? All joking aside, you know, politics, mm. would that be on the all else list? Um, so, yeah. So these things, we kind of separated them out. Like the non-essentials are things that, that the Bible maybe isn't 1000% clear on and that we can, that there can be arguments made for either side. Uh, this, you know, we see as maybe things that aren't covered in the Bible that are, that we are, we need to extend grace on. Yeah. Yeah. And love. Yeah. 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 So Ex- many things. <laughs> Ex- I know that, that, yeah, the list is, you know, inexhaustible on this one, but you know, just the way our churches have handled COVID or mm. to get the vaccine, not to get the vaccine, you know, to wear face masks and not wear face. They're just, these are just the things that popped in my head today when I'm thinking about these, mm-hmm. how we have to give grace and charity and, and just have a brotherly love for those around us. Like there's just so much that wants to divide us. Let's set that aside and, right. and so that these divisions don't become a defeat. Right. And I think especially with 
the cancel culture that we live in, it's so easy to be uh, to to just cancel people who are different than us, or to just yeah. throw up walls, or to just say, you know, you're handling things in a way that I would not, or you're mm-hmm. you're doing these things differently, and so yeah. you're over there now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, John thirteen thirty five is 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 really great. It says, "By this, all men will know that you're my disciples if you love one another." I think that's that's what we need to stand on. Um, and throughout all of these issues that we need to offer mm-hmm. charity on. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't you say? I would say so. So let me repeat that quote as we finish up this. It says, uh, in essentials, unity, in non-essentials, liberty, and in all things, charity. Uh, I would just encourage you to see how they, see the, know what you believe, know why you believe, um, and then find ways that we can be uh, united with other believers. Mm. Um, yeah. I mean, I think naturally we, we get into silos within ourselves and I was seeing a statistic, uh, the other day that said, in only a few years of somebody becoming a Christian, uh, it doesn't, it only takes a couple of years for them to, to no longer have any non-Christian friends. Mm. I think we're so, flock oriented we're so just like uh focused and we naturally uh surround ourselves with people who believe similar to us whereas you know it's super important to have that dialogue and to have discussions with people who who have disagreements with us within our faith and uh to be able to talk about those things yeah that really sharpens our faith i think yeah I think it goes back to a couple of weeks ago when you're talking about um, Azerbaijan, right? Like there is only one church there mm. and there's no, if you don't agree with your brother and sister in Christ there at that church, there's no other church to go to. So you right. really have to work it out. You have to talk through, you have to wrestle through the scriptures. Um, right. You can't just label somebody and then peace out. It's like you, you work, you work through it. So, yeah. And I think that the picture of the church being like a body and a family, like, I think every effort needs to be made to to stay with your family. <laughs> yes. You know, unless yes. there's like a major doctrinal issue that, that happens or something mm-hmm. that where you completely disagree, like we should be setting things aside to stay together yeah. as much yeah. as possible. Yeah. So anyway, thank you guys for joining us on the Imitator Podcast where we're discussing how to become more like Jesus one topic at a time. Uh, We're so glad that you joined us for this episode. Uh, Please subscribe to this uh, podcast and share it with a friend. Um, We'd love for you to do that. And we we believe that they will be blessed. Um, Anyway, have a great week and we will be with you next week. Thanks. See y'all.